ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Lindsey Theory, Harry Lyles Jr., Kevin Blackstone, Pablo Torre. As far as strategies go, being outgained but winning, can you count on that? Can Steelers fans live with that? <laughs> Miami KC, here's the debate on Sunday. Do you want Tua with his receivers or Mahomes with his receivers? And Cowboys Eagles. Let's go around the horn. A lot going on. Football. Steelers 20, Titans 16. It's an absurd stat. Pittsburgh has been outgained every week this season, and they have a winning record. Five and three with last night's victory. I don't need to say any more, Lindsay Theory, around the horn to you. How are they doing this? And is this something that is going to kill them as well as their fans? Tony, the answer to how they're doing this is simple. They're boring the hell out of their opponents just like they did the rest of America last night. This was so painful to watch. Uh, the Steelers, just their inability to create any excitement, any exciting plays. Their offense ranks so far this season 29th in scoring, 14.6 per ga- uh, points per game. When you look at who they've defeated, it's not an impressive list of dynamic offenses, save for the Baltimore Ravens, who really imploded in the fourth quarter of their loss to the Steelers. And if you're a Steeler, fan bless you for putting up with this they might be five and three but that's got to be coming to an end quickly okay so you don't think this is sustainable anyway they are five and three they did beat the team that is in first place in their division Kevin Blackstone to you well I've just got to say I remember what Bill Parcells used to say about your record in the NFL you are what mm-hmm, your record okay. says you are, five and three. You can dice it, slice it any way you want. Are they winning with offense? Obviously not. But let's not, let's not forget that uh, the other week in, in a game, they were without Kenny Pickett for part of the game after he went down with an injury. They lost Fitzpatrick um, out of the defensive secondary with an injury during part of that game. So they are playing through adversity. I know you hate to hear that. And let's not forget that they are being coached by a guy who does not lose in the NFL no matter who he has to play, who he can't play, who's on the schedule, and where they have to play him, and that would be Mike Tomlin. Somehow, some way, has willed this team to a 5-3 and three record with that All right, so offense. It su- seems to me that you would ride this out, despite being out game every week. Just ride it out. You are what your record says. Be happy with 5-3 and three and try to fight another day. Pablo Torre, how about you? Yeah, I was just checking my phone here to check what Mike Tomlin's record was last season when they were outgained. They were 2-7, and seven, KB. Um, in those nine games in which How that happened, so Mike Tomlin certainly – well, and look, am I plagiarizing Bill Barnwell on that tweet? Of course. But my larger point, Tony, <laughs> is that the, the whole run that Tomlin's on has a whiff of the magical because wins and losses may not be quarterback stats, but they're coaches' stats. So I get it. Mike Tomlin can win a close game, defensive-minded. All of that stuff is true. But the idea that we're spinning 5-3 and three into something more than it is – 
I, I don't think this is sustainable. The best news, the best argument for why this will be a storyline is that four of their next six games are against sub-500 teams. Mm. So I think we have about two more months of this legend perpetuating itself, and then there will be a regression to the mean because, unfortunately, the reality of football is about regressing to the mean. Mm, the way you say it is just so uplifting, Pablo Torre. That's right. The romance. <laughs> the romance of regression. And Harry Lyles Jr., Tony, there cannot be a more just conflicted and frustrated group of fans than Steelers fans. They are running one of the most robust anti-offensive coordinator campaigns, and their football team is still 5-3. and three. If you would have told them that at the beginning of the season, they probably would have took it but would have done it with some hesitation because of the way this has looked. But the thing that is working for them is their defense. They're not taking a whole lot of risks on offense because it seems like they kind of cannot. Uh, Kenny Pickett only averaged 4.5 air yards per throw last night, and he also is 10-2 and two in games where he does not turn the football over, excuse me, 10-3. and three. And so you saw that last night. So as long as you're protecting the football and playing good defense, I guess that's great. But if you're a Steelers fan or even somebody on this football team, do you feel great about how your 5-3 and three looks? Because, yes, you are 5-3, and three, but you certainly cannot feel great about how that looks and what it means for you going forward. I just heard Pablo Torre the next four, five, six games are – are right there for the taking when you look at their opponents. Maybe yep. we're talking about a 10-4 and four team. You make the playoffs, and defensively, you muck up a game, and next thing you know, no, you, you don't think it's possible. Okay. No chance. No chance. And the fans aren't going to like it anyway, regardless of what it is, because it's going to be hideous. Um, other side of the ball, Tennessee. It was a loss, but did you come away feeling more confident about Will Levis as the quarterback of the future for the Titans, Lindsay? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Will Levis got thrown into a situation against the Falcons when the Falcons obviously didn't know what to expect. So, of course, he could have a, a great game there without a defense having any tape. Now, a week later, was it a spectacular against the Steelers? No, it was not. But I think the biggest thing to take away from Will Levis is, one, he's not doing any worse than Ryan Tannehill was. And, two, he is getting the most out of DeAndre Hopkins. Now, and get this, in 12 halves without Levis, Hopkins had 50 receiving yards in only one half half and only four and four halves with Levis he has 50 yeah. receiving yards in three of those so again if you want to get the most out of your best receiver so far it's been Will Levis who's been able to do Harry, it. Harry you've got the most film on Will Levis from being our college football analyst but what you saw him do in college and now through two games of his NFL career is this the future for Tennessee? I think it could be I think people should still be open-minded to this he had two weeks to prepare for the Falcons just four days for last night, I, I do think that makes a difference, especially for a rookie quarterback. A lot of people were down on him coming into the draft this year because the Kentucky team that they played with last season, they were really depleted on that offensive line. His best weapon was Barry on Brown, a very talented freshman, but still a freshman. You saw a lot of the promise from him in 2021. You've seen a lot of the connection with him and DeAndre Hopkins thus far. I think he certainly deserves a chance, and he hasn't been worse than Ryan Tannehill. I think you'd give the guy a shot because he does have the intangibles. Mm -hmm. We've been horned. We're going to move on to the story of the night in the NBA. Victor Wembanyama's first monster game. Let's go. 38 and 10. Dominance and ease. Look how, look how easy it is for him. A big smoothie. <laughs> As San Antonio went wire to wire this time to beat the Suns again this week. 38 and 10 in his fifth career game, Pablo Torre. What are we witnessing? We're witnessing a psychedelic experience, Tony. And I say that because it feels like I'm on drugs when I watch him play basketball. And I want the kids out there to realize 
that we've, I, we've seen a lot of seven footers. We've seen a lot of guys with 10 foot standing reaches, taco fall, et cetera, and so on, right? But the fluidity of this man, I, he's somebody who almost defies the sports hot take industrial complex because what your eyes are telling you is that this is clearly special, clearly unique. And I am left wondering, like, I, I don't know how you disagree with this. He is beating the Phoenix Suns twice in a row and he's doing it, the how. The how is so much more important than the what because of how he moves, Tony. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I feel like my pupils are dying. Yeah, somehow you seem like you're a loss for words while also using about a million words just to get oh. that out. All of the words, yes. All the best words. <laughs> Kevin Blackenstone, how about you? Well, he seems like through the first five games that he is the complete embodiment of the stretch five or the stretch four, whatever you want to call that kind of new uh, athlete in the, in the NBA. Um, he can shoot it. He can post you up. We know how tall he is. He can dribble. He can do all those things. He's very athletic. He's also very, very skinny. Um, we haven't seen anybody put up these sorts of numbers in the first five games of their career since Shaquille O'Neal, and that was an entirely different type of NBA basketball player. So right now he is a joy to watch, but you know that at some point in this season he is going to hit that a proverbial rookie wall. You know, at some point in this season, he's going to have to fight back from the the, the vagaries of just playing uh, okay. every other so night. So you're still NBA, projecting that. Some may argue he could see over the wall. You know, he's not a stretch <laughs> five. He's a stretch seven five. <laughs> Harry Lyles Jr. On what you're when you, when you use you just look at him and you see him put up 38-10 in the second game this week against Kevin Durant. What do you think? Yeah, Tony, I mean, the thing that is most amazing to me about this is just how quickly he is is adapting to in-game situations, right? We knew all of the things that he was going to be able to do because he's the only person on the planet that can do them. But to have 38 points against a team that a lot of people could feel could win the Western Conference and be trusted yeah. by your coach and your team in the fourth surprised. quarter and yeah. have the display that he had was really impressive to me. And I actually tapped in again with Harry Lyle's uh, stats and info again. And Victor Wembanyama is actually the quickest to ever score 38 points as a number one overall pick yes. since LeBron James. In fact, can we roll that graphic for me, please? Um, what Harry Lyles! What is happening? The guys on here, some of the people on here have never even done such a thing. The quickest name, or I'm sorry, the quickest one here, aside from Victor, was Blake Griffin at 14. But I mean, even look, it took LeBron 44 games to put Victor five. I, I just, we can do this? Again, he nothing this? just so thoroughly impressive. Harry, I meant. Wow! What? Unbelievable maneuver from Lyles calling out full screens. Lindsay Theory. Well, let's just all admire Harry Lyles for a second for having the stats to back it up. You saw the numbers I'm there then, Lindsay. All these number one picks, including LeBron, they didn't get to 38 within their first five games. I'm speechless. I just want to throw in the towel. I'm supposed to compete with the full screen graphic <laughs> there. I'm just going to talk about how the guy's amazing behind the arc, how he's last night was amazing behind the hoop. And like we talked about after his debut, just the amount of composure that he has for a rookie in the fourth quarter for his team to want to give him the ball, to put them on his shoulders and propel them to wins. Uh, as a 19-year-old, it's sensational. Like this guy's bound for international stardom. Uh, it all does come down to whether or not he can remain healthy through an NBA season. But he He's off to a fantastic start, and Harry, props to you. Man. <laughs> it was a great stat. Well done, Harry. Pablo, last word. Well, you know, I've been waiting to do this, too. If we can call up my stat that I prepared, um, the Pablo Torre stats and info um, giant poster board that I – okay. <laughs>
<laughs> I actually collected numbers. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. We're going uh, everybody. the wrong way. This That's is injustice, is what this is. He's gone. He's gone forever. I've been doing this show for a dozen years. Now he gets a stat thing. Why does he get a stat thing? Coming up, you gotta get the NFL's pool. first hey, game on. in Germany. You've played in so many places, uh, collegiately and professionally, obviously. What do you think is going to stand out uh, with Frankfurt on Sunday? What? Um, I, the fans. What? The fans. I mean, I, I talked to Ted. I don't... Bennett Sullivan at Florida School of Journalism covering the game. We love to see it. Way to go, Ben. people. The kids. Paid for that trip. All of these kids. Way too much. <laughs> <laughs> They tell you to dress for the job you want. What if you already got the job you want? Dress anyway. Please, dress anyway. Did I just get muted on my own read? Indochino makes fully customized suits that don't require a trip to the tailor to get that perfect fit. Suits designed to fit you. Made to your exact measurements and customizations. Endless customization options to get that exact look you want. From buttons and vents to pockets and lapels. For my customizations, I go black and tight. And tight and black. Also black and tight. Custom clothing quality. Wools, linen, and cotton in different colors and patterns at a surprisingly affordable price. New colors, fabrics, and styles added regularly so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. There's your points. Go to Indochino.com and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com with code HORN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers, thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Miami and Kansas City in Germany. They're going to get it. They're going to get this work, Tyreek Hill said. This is his first game versus his old teammates. Tua back to MVP betting favorite versus Mahomes off the worst game of his career. Here's the debate, Lindsay. Would you rather have Tua or Mahomes Sunday? Well, you guys want to be all big on graphics. I have a graphic. I have an Instagram that I follow called Taylor Swift Jets. Is she going to be there or is she not going to be there? Because that depends on who I'm picking, uh, and I'm only kind of joking. But I'd rather be Patrick Mahomes because of his defense. That defense ranks number two in the league, allowing 16.1 points per game. So even though that offense hasn't looked stunning, I trust the Chiefs' defense to get the job done. 
Harry, who'd you rather have, Tua or Mahomes, a Sunday? Tony, the Dolphins are averaging 10.5 points per game more than the Chiefs this year. They have one of the fastest, most exciting offenses we've ever seen, and I still want Patrick Mahomes. He is the Ooh, greatest okay. quarterback to ever play the game of football. Okay. I will pick him in every single game until he retires. I mean, you, you, you put me down a path there. I thought you were going the other way, but Kevin, I ask you now. We've done a lot of previews in our 21 years, always about the quarterbacks. Would you rather have Tua and his receivers on Sunday or Mahomes Let and me. his receivers? Let me get Harry Lyles' car back on the road in the direction it was headed. I would rather have Tua <laughs> and the top offense in the NFL. Um, just think about it. Even Kansas City, all the things we say about them, they haven't lit up the scoreboard that much this year. Tua lights up the scoreboard every weekend. And Pablo Torre. Yeah, I'm going to be a Mahomes guy on this. I feel like, you know, I think about what Tyreek Hill was asked. Like, okay, when the play breaks down, what do you recommend to the Dolphins' defense? His advice was go find Travis Kelsey. Mm -hmm. Everybody yeah. has been trying to find Travis Kelsey for a decade. They really haven't figured it out. Last week feels like a bump, Tony, in the road of this metaphorical road that I'm torturing the metaphor of here. I believe that Patrick Mahomes knows how to navigate that road better than anybody you've ever seen, basically. Okay. Taylor Swift found it. So I think we were splitting that one more or less. We'll move on. Buy or sell two Cowboys at Eagles. Remember last week on his podcast, Micah Parsons said Philly was number one in his rankings. So, Harry, the key matchup in this one, and for the Cowboys to pull it off, what would it take? For them to even have a shot, you got to slow down the best wide receiver in football right now, and that's A.J. Brown. He has an NFL record six consecutive games with 125 yards. So you got to get pressure on Jalen Hurts, but, man, if you don't cover A.J. Brown, you don't got a shot. Kevin Blackstone? I would agree with that, but I would say that the Cowboys, you know, they're only a three-point uh, dog on the road. That's not much. Maybe C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott, if they can get in the end zone a couple of times, can change that whole Pablo story. I would say eat a lot. Um, their defensive line in Dallas, Tony, <laughs> is way too light to handle the tush push. And so that's going to happen. I just hope you guys, you know, get seconds this week before the game. And Lindsay Theory. They've got to be the first to stop the tush push, and they have to find a way to slow down A.J. Brown. He's been unstoppable six consecutive games with 125 receiving yards. That's the longest streak in NFL history. No one else has been able to stop him. The Cowboys have to figure out a way if they want to win. I'm sensing you're with Philadelphia in this game, though, Lindsay. Is that right? Yeah. That is right. I am with Pablo. Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Kevin? Yeah. yeah. Billy? Harry Lyles? Eagles. We'll move on. Buy or sell three Bills at Bengals. Lindsay, this is the game you're covering for our network, the key matchup in this one. And who would you rather be? I would rather be the Bengals. Joe Burrow is, says he's 100% from that calf injury. I watched him last week in San Francisco. Sensational. Third and long in the first drive of the game. Escaped Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa. He is unstoppable right now as the Bills are still going to try and figure out their identity. So I'm all Joe Burrow right Harry now. Harry Lyles Jr.? Yeah, Tony, the Bills have been up and down ever since they beat the snot out of the Dolphins, and the Bengals are finally back. It is Joe Burrow season. They have won three consecutive games. He's had eight touchdowns, just two picks in that span, and they're averaging the third most points in the NFL. I'm going with Cincinnati. Evan Blackstone. The most impressive thing about Joe Burrow last week, I thought, was nothing that he did through the air, but it was that long um, scramble that he had up the middle, dodging some people, which really made you understand when he says he's healthy, he actually is healthy. So you got to go with them. There's too many question marks still about the Bills, even at this point in the season. And Pablo Torre. 
but hold on. The word cloud of this topic has been Joe Burrow in 9,000 point font. Allow me to say the name of his defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumo, who just coached the game of his life, it seemed like, last week. The guy is excellent. And I just want to point out, when the Bengals do win this game, as I believe they will, it's not just going to be because they outscore the other team. It's because their defensive coordinator and their defense is way, way underrated, as everybody has not proven again. Defensive coordinator Lou Anaruma has a, has a few games of his life. He beat Patrick Mahomes a few times uh, as also well. Now. So he, he, he schemed that. All right, so everybody's on Cincinnati. Oh, my goodness. Everyone on Cincinnati. Everyone in Philadelphia. Not really. Everyone in Kansas City except for Lyles. All right. All right, we'll see how it plays out. Picks you make equal the mutes you take. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you, Pablo. Aaron Lyles Jr., Kevin Blackstone, showdown next. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. On the Horn is presented by Crown Royal. Live generously and life will treat you royally. Please drink responsibly. Harry Lyle, Kevin Blackstone, good luck in showdown. College weekend. Most of the goodies involve teams outside the playoffs at the moment. LSU at Alabama, Washington at USC, Kansas State at Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. And then maybe there's a surprise for number two, Georgia-Missouri, a ranked team. What's the biggest game with the biggest repercussion this weekend, Harry? Tone, I know people are excited for Bedlam, but you know what they say. Anything can happen in Bedlam except for Oklahoma State winning. I'm going with Alabama and LSU. <laughs> Alabama and LSU. Wow. This is for the SEC West. Wow. This is Jaden Daniels, the best college football player in the last five weeks. Alabama's also looking good. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Well, I scouted Alabama two weekends ago in Tuscaloosa with Tennessee there. They had the big comeback there. They have righted their ship. The big one this weekend is Michael Penix versus Caleb Williams at USC, whether or not USC can put a little L on the uh, Washington team. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Larry Lyles is just taking a flamethrower today to everybody. We'll move on. Seahawks at Ravens, two first-place teams Sunday. So another important matchup this weekend. Can the Seahawks win on the road in Baltimore, Kevin? No, they can't. The Ravens are number one in defense. They're number one in running the ball. Lamar Jackson's completing 70% of his passes. This is a very real team here in the Ravens. Stop questioning. Yeah, this is Lamar Jackson's time of year, 15-2 and two at home in November or later. I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. The Seahawks have been good, but it's not going to be their day on Sunday. You're split. First place teams. We'll move on. Showdown three. I've been waiting all show for this. The NBA in-season tournament (laughs) begins today. It's got the catchy name, NBA in-season tournament, and it's got the eye-catching courts. How do you see this going over, Harry? 
I think it'll go over fine. I love NBA basketball anyway. It served to me. To me, it feels though like this is seasoning for the casual fan. We're dressing it up so it seems like there's more stakes, and it's also going to get guys out on the court because there's incentive to play cash. You think? Okay. You know, I, know, I know this is in Europe where you have these in-season soccer tournaments, but I love the WBC, and I think people this year came to love the WBC, so good for the NBA to try something like this. I'm all in. WBC, not exactly in season, though. It's not in season. It doesn't happen in the middle of, of the thing. week on a Tuesday and Friday. Harry Lyles, what a show week. today. Take the FaceTime. <laughs> You know, one college football game we did not discuss going on this weekend is James Madison. They're coming here to Atlanta to play Georgia State at Center Park Stadium at the old Turner Field, the Undead Ted, as some of us call it. It's going to be a great football game. James Madison, they're not keeping up with their stats because of their transition from FCS to FBS. They've got one of the best, most disruptive defensive lines in all of college football. Georgia State is having the best season in school history. Darren Granger, their quarterback, is incredible. If you haven't seen him, Marcus Carroll. Great running back for them. Last year, this game was 42 to 40. It's going to be a great one. The Sun Belt is doing college football right in a time where a lot of things are not going the way that people like. It's still traditional. They're keeping up good matchups, good teams, regional rivalries. Watch that game on Saturday, 3.30, ESPN2. And it's daylight savings time. It is, Kevin. Yes. You can bring that watch. That doesn't work. Bring it back. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming. FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun. Now streaming on Hulu.